Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. The bet about the cookies in our uh, lunchroom. Uh, I would have won that bet yesterday. What was the bet? Did we bet? Yeah, we bet. We bet. We didn't put anything down on it. Oh, we okay. should have. Well, that's not a bet. That's mm-hmm. good. There was a big, big, big display of cookies in our lunchroom. And uh, uh, I went in and saw this thing yesterday morning. And it was massive. And there was, I don't know, it had to be like 40 maybe boxes of cookies. Oh, yeah. Something like that. And uh, so I said, because we know the hounds that work in this building. I said, all of those cookies are going to be gone by tomorrow morning, being Friday. Right. You said Tuesday. Ah. You thought they'd last through the weekend. And uh, leave, leave some for the weekend crew. And uh, then by the time they got back Monday, people would realize, okay, they had a chance to take them. So whatever's left, they'd scrounge up. Not only are all the cookies now gone, somebody also ate the box. It's a big display box. Well, if you'd gone around the corner, I noticed that the display box is... Uh, well, it's almost covering the the printer area that we have oh, here in the building. Is that where so it's kind of in the recycling? But it's I don't know what recycling guy is going to pick that up. It's just in like like just folded once this massive cardboard thing. I'm surprised somebody didn't try to eat it. Right, because the people in this building will consume anything. All right, well, especially when it's free. Uh, yes, but I also noticed that there are a couple of boxes around that garbage. So I'm wondering. I might be right. I I, I call uh, you know BS on this bet of ours that you don't win if the boxes were just thrown away. There's cookies thrown away. There's cookies thrown away in our garbage. I don't know if someone didn't like them. Full boxes. Uh huh. Oh, I'm 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 dumpster diving today. Hashtag Cookie Gate continues. Huh. So uh, you're saying somebody didn't take them? They threw them out. I don't know if they've been. They haven't been consumed. I think that some of the boxes were just trash. I don't know if someone was who, having a really bad day. Who would do that to trash cookies? the whole display? Yeah, I don't know. Who's going to be some side of some something wrong with you to throw away cookies? Cookie Monster online too. <laughs> He's upset. He'd be very upset. Oh my gosh! Who trashes cookies? Well, that's even worse. I know. But you can't claim the bet if they, they weren't if they weren't taken. They were just thrown out. Well, I said they'd all be gone. I right. didn't. I didn't say specifically eaten. <laughs> well, then I'd really call BS because you would have just thrown them in the garbage to win the bet. <laughs> you were in there before I was. <laughs> hey, look, lucky they're gone. I can't find them. I guess I win. <laughs> Pay up. <laughs> I would have done. No, I'm not that smart to do that. <laughs> Never win at anything. Damn it. Anyhow, okay, well, now we have to find out who the hell threw out the cookies. Right, yeah. You know, we get threatened all the time with being fired if we <laughs> download any bad stuff. Uh, someone's losing their job today for throwing out them cookies. Right. That's just a waste of good food. 47 years ago, is it 47 years now? I guess it is. We lost Elvis Presley. But now, after 47 years, he's re entering the building. As a hologram. I always thought that guy who did, and I guess it was just a pre-recorded thing and they played it everywhere, but I just thought it was the coolest thing for an entertainer to to finish the show with. Elvis has left the building. Elvis has left the building. Right. Yeah, it was great. And they would say it before his uh, limo was even yeah. out so that people would think he's he's just gone. Well, they had to say it out of necessity, right? Because if not, they'd yeah. just be sticking around yeah. screaming. They'd be screaming. Well, it's... it's 
you know, it makes you feel kind of like a fool when you watch the end of any uh, DVD, a concert DVD. And I, I've seen this with a bunch of the Stones ones. Like, they, they come off stage. Everybody's still screaming for another encore. They are into, like, house coats and into the back of limousines. Yeah. And gone. gone. Oh, long gone. You know, and you're... Yeah. <laughs> the helicopter's taken off yeah. already. Oh, yeah. They're in Tokyo. Yeah. You're still sitting at the <laughs> Rogers Center. Anyhow, so Elvis is back in the building. As a hologram, there's a new show that's starting in London in November of this year, Elvis Evolution. And then it's going to be in Vegas, Berlin, and Tokyo. Okay. And the company that's putting it together calls it a jaw-dropping concert experience. That uh, sounds like an oversell. Yeah. <laughs> now, my question is, are you getting 50s, 60s, or 70s Elvis? Oh, wow. Well, because that's a lot of holograms. Depends on how much they want to pay for the holograms. <laughs> they need a wider stage. Yeah. Smaller markets are going to get 50s Elvis. Hey, I watched the Elvis movie. What did you think? Um, I, I thought it was, I, one, I thought uh, was Austin Butler, is that his name? Mm-hmm, yeah. I thought he was fantastic. I he thought he was, was really, really good performance. I think, uh, I, I can see why the Presley family had no trouble, mm. uh, with this one because it certainly didn't seem to paint him in a, in a very positive light. No, it didn't. They really, they really kind of sidestepped all the drug abuse. Well, that's what I mean. They painted him in a positive light. Yeah, right. Like, you know, they, they, uh, they put all the blame on Colonel Tom, which I'm pretty sure he deserved oh, a lot scumbag. of it. Scumbag, yeah. Um, but yeah, they just they seem to fluff over a lot of things with the the pills and the eating, mm-hmm. and uh, oh look, there's some girls in the room, and they just get a pan right through it. Like there is hang a, on. there is an amazing documentary. I used to have a uh, VHS copy years ago, and I uh, I've never found it on DVD, but it's called Elvis: The Way It Was, and it's really long. It's probably two or Two and a half or three hours. And it's great footage of him, like, right from the beginning, 1950-whatever, young and on top of his game, right through. And it shows footage from this final show, which happened at a place called the Market Square Arena in Indianapolis on June 26, 1977. So just like a mere month before his death. Right. And he is an absolute mess. Like, how they allowed him to even go on stage. He's sitting at a piano because he can't stand up. He is just bloated. He looks like he just got out of the shower because he's soaked in sweat. His eyes are in the back of his head. Like, it's just a disaster. He paid the bills. And he was only 42. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was so young. Like, it really... And his problem was, because, like, the likes of Dr. Nick and all these guys who were feeding him the pills, he was very anti-drug. But he didn't see medication from doctors as a problem. Right. Well, my doctor's given it to me. It's not illegal. Yeah. You know. Very, very sad. Especially, as I said many times, you see him in the 68 comeback. From 68 to 77. You know, just the turnaround. Unbelievable how... Well, that's what 20,000 calories will do to a guy a day. <laughs> so anyhow, if you're a big Elvis fan, uh, take a take a look for this hologram coming to uh How big you. Elvis <laughs> is the question. Yeah, I really... Give me 68 Elvis. I really don't need summer of 77 Elvis. There is a pineapple on pizza debate that is rocking Italy oh. right now. And it's happening in Naples, which is the pizza capital of the world. One of my biggest disappointments is that when we went to Italy, 
we flew out of Naples. We landed in Milan. We flew out of Naples. So I never got chance to try Naples pizza. And everybody says in all of Italy, it's the best. You didn't spend a night there, like the no, night before you flew out. We were in uh, Sorrento, and then oh. we got up in the morning and drove up to Naples to get the flight. So no time for pizza no, for Craigie. No morning pizza. No morning pizza for Craigie. Uh, there's a highly respected third-generation pizzeria owner in Naples who decided to challenge the trend by adding the option to his restaurant because in Italy, most Italians are passionately against pineapple. On right. Pizza. I agree their, with them. Their feeling is, and the reason why they're against it, it's not the sweet and the salty debate. Gotcha. It's the, that you shouldn't have two fruits on a pizza, and tomato is a fruit. Yeah. So okay. this is where they stand on this. Tomato's really on the edge of fruit, though. Well, you see it more as a vegetable? Yeah, I see it more as a vegetable. No, it is firmly in the uh, fruit yeah. department. Uh, but yes, technically. Technically, yeah. So anyhow, he says he's adding the pineapple to the pizza to combat food prejudice. <laughs> and it annoys him when people follow the crowd and condition themselves according to other people's views. And when I read that, I thought, that's exactly me. <laughs> because, as I said many times, I like Timmy's. I hate the fact that everybody's so passionate about it. Right. I, I'm fine with hockey. I hate the fact that so many people are so overly committed to it. Yes. That is me in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, I hate following the crowd. And you're anti. Well, I just don't like being sheep. Right. And I hate that we're all sheep. Yeah, but everyone's a sheep. I'm no sheep. <laughs> I'm a goat. Listen, listen. This, this <laughs> You're just on the tail end of the sheep. <laughs> I have been known to. This came up for a couple of years, remember, the whole sheep argument. And I say the same thing to everyone. We're all sheep. Just some follow a different shepherd. I don't know that I am a sheep. Right. I, I don't. Well, you're a black sheep. You just you follow a different sheep. No, I got no sheep. Yeah, you got other sheep. I got You're no not sheep. alone in your sheepness. What What is it in me that I follow? Name, try to pull anything out of your arse. Right. That I follow the crowd no, on. Just for the fact that you're not the only one who is, you know, anti-establishment mm. in the sense of I, I don't like the, the Timmy's followers and I don't like the, the Leafs fanatics. I like, I, yeah, I don't like hockey fanatics. I like hockey. Right. I don't mind. I like Timmy's food. I don't like the people who go to Timmy's. I'm anti-people, <laughs> is what I am. We uh, finally know why urine is yellow. Okay. Yeah, we found out the other day why farts smell. Right. And now we know why urine is yellow. A study found it gets its color from a specific enzyme created in your gut when old red blood cells get broken down. Hmm. Uh, if they're not broken down enough, that's when it kind of goes brownie, right? Yeah, you know, it's... If you've had a little too much to drink, it's almost clear. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's uh, whenever you've gone, if you've gone for a blood work and urine samples, and you have to bring in your little container and drop it in that box. Right. I always like to look at other people's urine sample and go, oh, he's a dead guy. <laughs> he's... Look at that. Mine's a perfect yellow and his is very dark. I just don't understand. There's a clinic around the corner from the station here. And when you have to go for blood work and a urine sample, mm. but like why they couldn't have designed so that the bathroom was somewhere near where that 
actual testing facility it's right in is. the lobby. Oh, it's right in the on the other side of the yeah. lobby. You got to walk through everybody. Like, so everyone, it's like you're a waiter at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> with this little cup of pee on display for everyone to see. That would be funny. You come out of the bathroom with a tray oh, and a yeah. bunch of them. <laughs> I couldn't stop. Just, just line them up. You know, you know how the bar used to have test tubes like, yeah. of shots? You yeah. shouldn't have them like that. <laughs> although, although we could never hit the test tube. No. In animal news, a study found humans can tell if a chicken is excited or upset based on the sound of its clucks. Oh. It is said one of the reasons why it is believed that another pandemic will inevitably happen if it comes out of some animal-based situation is because with farming and so many of the animals that we consume... When they're uh, killed, when they're put down, there is usually some level of panic or fear in them, which then sends stuff into their system that is poisonous to us. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And in Cougar News, a study found older women who date younger men are happier and have better sex lives than women who date guys their own age. All right. Well, that makes perfect sense. A woman in her 50s. If she's dating a dude in their 50s, listen, I can tell you from a guy in his 50s, <laughs> she needs a woman. She needs a man in his, in his 20s. A little more excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get excited over a new uh, show on Netflix. That's what turns me on these days. And finally, uh, color-corrected photos of Neptune show us its true color for the first time. And experts always thought it was uh, a deeper shade of blue, but it's lighter than they thought. And they say it's uh, just a tad less pale than Uranus. <laughs> I only share that story. <laughs> just so you get to say that. Yeah. It's a, a if tad... yours is blue, look out. <laughs> you need the doctor. You probably need another. give another sample. <laughs> if you're uh, thinking of taking up uh, polo this year, maybe... Maybe it's a sport you like to take up. you got to know this. It's been illegal to hold your mallet in your left hand since 1974. Really? Yes, because if two right-handed people are charging at a ball from opposite directions, the horses won't collide. But if a righty and a lefty are, the horses will hit each other. Right, yes, that makes sense. That's why I can't play polo. I'm a lefty. Yeah, that's why. That and the cost. <laughs> It seems like a, you think hockey's expensive. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you ship this horse, the Peterborough, for our polo match. That's right. My kids are playing AAA polo, polo and I, my horse isn't nearly as good as everybody else's right. horse. <laughs> it's a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> I went to play it again sports to find a used mallet, and everybody laughed at me. Ebola is capitalized because it's named after the Ebola River in Africa. Oh. Hmm. I think they would have renamed that river by now. Yeah, it's not a good name. <laughs> it doesn't feel like something you want to be swimming in. The AIDS River. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer Stream. <laughs> Pepsi Pond. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? Get to fish the hymn for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
Just going to roll on down the Ebola River. <laughs> the first basketball was a soccer ball. Okay. When the game was first played back in 1890s, that was the best option available. That makes sense. Not a lot of bounce, though. Is there to a soccer ball? I guess there's enough. Well, unless you're Tom Brady deflating them, then it <laughs> should be all right. Uh, you never want to go to court in Japan. Almost every case that goes to court in Japan ends in a guilty verdict. The country has a 99.9% conviction rate. Wow. Yeah. you got to have yourself a hell of a lawyer. In Play Japan. the odds. Yeah. <laughs> Tough gig, that defense attorney. <laughs> I'm not guilty. Doesn't <laughs> Canada, Australia, New Zealand, England, and the United States have had a pack, pact since 1956 never to spy on one another. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. Goldfish were originally green or gray and orange. Okay. Yep. Now, uh, (laughs) the parent in me, when you said that, automatically assumed the cracker. (laughs) So, over Christmas, (laughs) on Christmas Eve, we did the seven fishes, and we had six of them, and we couldn't figure out the seventh, so Daniel bought a box of goldfish. (laughs) That was our seventh fish. There you go. It was the best fish. (laughs) I enjoyed it more than any of the other fish. Uh, So, yeah, they were originally green or gray, and orange ones had rare mutations, and those were most popular in China, so they bred the orange goldfish together. Oh. Oh, I guess it became a goldfish. Right. Yeah. A few years before Samuel Morris invented the Morris Code, he ran for mayor of New York using the campaign slogan, No Immigrants, No Catholics. Oh, Funny enough, he lost the election. <laughs> a lack of communication. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Uh, Quaker Oats wasn't founded by Quakers and has never been involved with them in any way. They got the name because the company started in the late 1800s. And at the time, Quaker businessmen were known for their honesty. All right. Yeah. And I guess Quakers, like Mennonites, kind of want the same yes. kind of idea, right? Yeah. I know that we have Quakers or have had Quakers in Canada, but the Mennonites seem to be the more prominent of that sect. Hmm. Initially, John Belushi made less money for Animal uh, Animal House than the horse in the movie. (laughs) John got 35 grand. The horse got 40K. Really? John did a bonus, did get a bonus after the movie became a hit, but it's unclear how much that was. But out of the gate, the horse made more. Wow. Just imagine, like, like somewhere in the production of that, someone knew that. Like, we're paying yeah. the horse more than we're paying this. Yeah, this <laughs> SNL guy. <laughs> but I bet you the horse didn't see dime one. Right. No, no, no. No, that owner screwed that horse. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.